0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Robert Ring. Today's date is April 8th, 2015. That was Alone in the Chaos with their intro music. With me are Jay Totoro and Blake Corey.
1: Hello. Hey, did you guys do anything for uh, Black Easter? Er, April Fool's, by the way? No, fuck Easter.
0: Oh, Black I was going to, Easter? actually, on my stream. Black Easter.
1: <laughs> I, I saw it, some pretty good stuff. I was just curious what you guys did.
0: What What did you see? Well, the
1: first thing I did is because for Cooler Master, I like tweeted out and said like, don't fall for anybody saying Fallout Fallout Four or Half Life Three is coming out, because <laughs> like uh. that's pretty much what everybody was doing. It was like, oh, of
2: course, you guy Jay. I tried to. Or well. Elder Scrolls Six. Or oh you know, let's not talk about that. Oh, <laughs> did you fall for an
1: Elder Scrolls? No, 6? no, no. I, I I stayed completely off social media for the day, like this okay. really through right. April Fool's. Was... Yeah, no. I was just curious if you guys saw anything. What I did in Miller Little Brothers, I just took random objects from around the house and stacked them in front of his door until his door was blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I just really appreciate it.
0: That's pretty good. I don't I don't uh, know that I really care about Half-Life 3 too much.
1: I don't either, but it still is like the biggest internet troll thing.
2: Oh, right
0: yeah, there. definitely. I don't really care about Half-Life
2: in general. I was never big on Half-Life. Were you
0: guys? I enjoyed um, it. But... I really liked the first one. And, uh, the second one, like, I was really impressed with, but I, like, didn't just love it so much. Like, I didn't have a hell of a fun time playing it, but, like, you know, when that came out, the graphics were fucking amazing, and also the physics were so good for video
2: games. See, like, the thing that I hated about the game, like, I never played it, I, I played through part of it myself, but at the time, my computer wasn't good enough to handle it, um... So I watched one of my friends play through a bunch of it, and I was like, why would you ever use any gun except the Grav Gun?
0: Oh, really? So, I, mean, I didn't, I didn't, even, I didn't like It the
2: was the just Gun. It, it just looked like no other gun had any purpose after you got the Grav Gun, pretty much. It, it looked like, from a gameplay perspective, it just seemed boring.
0: Yeah, you're, like, you're probably right. It, yeah, uh, and like at the... The Last couple hours or last hour or so, you can you yeah only, where you, you have only
2: gun, have the grav gun, yeah.
0: And that was like that. I did. I did not have. I didn't enjoy that. But but that was like the first game that had actual like physics based puzzles and stuff like that. And like that was a big draw of it. Like there yeah. were things you would do. Like again, puzzle wise, you'd use the game's physics to like get past a certain part of the game, and any time that had been done previously, it was like you would do this or that action, and it would trigger something... To make it, like, it might look like physics, but it was just, you know, like a trigger in the game. This was uh, right, a yeah. first game to actually use physics and, you know, to have, like, really solid physics. It was really impressive for that.
1: I, I think it was really good for, like, we said this a lot, but it was really good for its time. Like, it was uh, it yeah. was the right. first game that I ever played like that outside of, like, I think Call of Duty was the only other game that I really played that was similar to that style. But obviously it was, like, different settings entirely. But Half-Life was also, for me at the time, was very scary. <laughs> it was, like, probably the first, like, scary game that I, the actual, like, Yeah, a lot of people got scared at
2: uh, Ravenholm in uh, 2. I think it's called Ravenholm.
1: I I was talking about the first one, sorry. Okay, oh. Yeah, I I don't think I played too much of the second one. I only played the first one, which was like back when people had LAN parties in their house and shit. Yeah. Yeah, remember that? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. Mm
0: -hmm. When I played the first one, I didn't realize, like, I was really stupid, and I didn't know that, like, you could turn up the resolution, like, based on how good your computer was, so I was like, why does this game look so fucking bad? It looks pretty good on the box. And then, like, when That's I was, funny. like, 90% of the way through, I realized you can change the resolution. I was like, oh, the graphics are pretty good. I wasn't cool. too smart. I was just smart enough. If you say so.
1: Yeah, i would just say. <laughs> I would refute that, but I don't want to be rude.
0: <laughs> ah, Roberto. <laughs> So what have you guys been up to besides dodging April Fools? Anything anything else? Anything special?
1: Getting ready to play Final Fantasy 15. the demo. It finally came in the mail. I'm really
0: excited. How was that?
1: Uh, I haven't played it yet. I was really excited because, you know, Blake and I have obviously talked about this a lot. We have very, well, at least I have very high expectations of this game, and I hope that it meets it. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, we'll see. Uh, Blake. It really looks interesting.
1: It looks interesting. It just doesn't
2: look quite... Final Fantasy. It's
1: not quite there. There's a. It seems more MMO than Final Fantasy, but I haven't played it well, yet. Well, it even just a looks of- like, like more... The fighting <laughs> is so <laughs> beautiful, though. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. The fighting... I love yeah, the have weapons. Have you seen the, the summons? Vor- no, I just saw the vorpal weapons where it's like they... They, like, throw their... Like, they swing their weapon and it throws something, it hits something, and they teleport to location. It just looks yeah. so beautiful.
2: Like, it just doesn't... Uh, the gameplay feels more like an action-oriented kind of game. Like, it, it looks... Yeah. Devil May Cry-ish?
1: Yeah, dude, that that's ca- like kind of hack and slash-ish.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Flash-ish. Which is really weird. It's like hack and slash with some RPG elements on top of it. With We need to play um, it so we can talk about more it. More item talk- use, etc.
0: Speaking of we need to play, which one of you fuckers is going to buy Endless Legend one day?
2: Uh, <laughs> I've got to buy GTA five for PC coming out next week. Okay. So um, I'm, I won't be getting Endless Legend. That's what.
0: <laughs> I like how that story yep. that story started.
2: That's, that's that's it. There we go. <laughs> uh,
0: I went to Disneyland last week. Yeah, and... I, oh my God, Robert! Did you st-
1: send like the same picture you sent me? By the way, <laughs> oh, he didn't send no. me
0: any pictures, but he told me about it. No, I, mean, I didn't tell him. Well, y'all are talking about two different things.
2: Okay. All right. Well.
0: But anyway, you go.
2: You can go ahead. You... He he told me that uh. Uh, Robert said that his daughter forced him, forced oh, him, yeah. made Lisa, him yeah. ride the Goofy trip ride, whatever the hell it was called.
1: Robert, <laughs> uh, like, and I was, was like, Robert,
2: really? With left. as much of a Goofy fanboy as you are, you I bet you forced her to right. ride it twenty times.
1: Lisa goes. The first thing Lisa said when I showed her the photo of you with Goofy and your daughter, he goes or she goes, uh, she goes. He looks more happy than she does. Or she looks. Ha- he, he looks happier than she does. <laughs> she looks like she doesn't want to be there. <laughs> and I was like, "You're right." So, Braver, you should really tweet that out from our Twitter.
0: though. That'd be really funny. People could see you. Uh, with goofy. Yeah, I'll send. It, okay, yeah, I'll write myself a note to send that out. That's really. Uh, um, yeah. So I rode Goofy Sky School twelve times because Catherine wanted to keep on.
1: <laughs> Listen to this Goofy. right here. I didn't want because... to.
0: There were either. Th- I, yeah, it was a good ride, but I wanted to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it
1: was my favorite experience of my entire
0: life. Did you life. ride with Goofy? But that doesn't mean I kept
2: bringing her on.
1: Like, oh. Did you ride with Goofy? <laughs> huh? Did you ride the ride with Goofy? No. You sure? Don't lie to me. I'll call uh, Disneyland. Yeah,
0: sure. Um, Did you ask Goofy
2: to ride the ride with you?
1: We of like w- it so people.
0: much that the people running the ride gave her this little, like, Aviator of the Day Certificate, which meant she got to skip in front of everybody in line all day long. She and did all this. And Ro-
1: yeah, I was going to say, and Robert just sat there and smiled. Yeah, okay, Robert. <laughs> Keep trying, buddy.
0: My wife's back was bothering her, so I had to be the one to go with Catherine every time.
1: Was that from you? <laughs> <laughs> Roberto. Uh, Dirty Gert.
0: And yeah, and then I got my picture taken with Goofy at Goofy's Restaurant. <laughs> So funny, Robert. I love you. It was my first time I've been to Disneyland. I always have been to Disney World.
2: Hmm. Yeah, Disneyland is in Cali, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Disney World. Yeah, I've only been to Disney World once.
1: Yeah, I'm when I young.
0: Um, any other news that came out? Anything cool? Yeah, there was some news. So. <laughs> Want to jump into it? We talked about um. The shitstorm with Hideo Kojima last time. Oh yeah. And there were a couple just minor developments since then. Uh, some guy, this was a week ago, some guy on the Metal Gear Solid subreddit f- discovered this on, uh, Konami's site. So, the, so, if you hadn't heard about this, basically, some, nobody really knows what went down, but Hideo Kojima pretty much basically has been confirmed is going to be leaving konami um after the next middle gear game comes out and all of a sudden konami started removing his name from every single fucking thing they could find it on and uh yeah it's so weird so he's removing it from like box art like uh kojimo kojimo (laughs) kojimo studios or productions or whatever uh that kind of like uh Subsidiary, I guess, is, or wing of Konami, or whatever the hell it's structured. They just were wiping his name off of everything. Some guy found descriptions of, uh, Zone of the Enders on Konami's website, and this is where it got super ridiculous. So it's got like Zone of the Enders, and the first version says, the Zone of the Enders HD collection marks the return of two fan-favorite PS2 games from Hideo Kojima. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's fully remastered, high-definition format. Uh, the uh, the games feature the engrossing storytelling of Hideo Kojima paired with thrilling robot fights, blah, blah, blah. Even from this, like, page that probably gets two views a month, they removed that stuff, so it cha- they changed it to The Zone of the Enders collection marks the return of two fan-favorite PS2 games. Zone of the Enders and its sequel, Zone of the Enders 2. Arriving here, blah, 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 the games feature the engrossing engrossing storytelling paired with thrilling robot fights in a futuristic interplanetary setting. Nice. Well
2: played, Konami.
0: Yeah, so that happened. And then, the next day after that, They started putting his name back on some stuff.
1: It sounds like a a girlfriend and a boyfriend who have never had a boyfriend and a girlfriend before, and they're (laughs) fighting. You know what
0: I mean? That's what it sounds like to me. It does. It really does. I love you. No, I'm just kidding. I hate you. Uh, IGN found out that they had put his name back on some stuff, on some products, uh, specifically for Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection and... Metal Gear Solid 3D Snake Eater, and then somebody discovered, or according to Deadline, so this hasn't been confirmed as far as I know, but Deadline is saying that they have hired a writer for the Metal Gear Solid movie that they're going to try once again to make.
2: Oh, God. Oh, boy. And without Kojima being anywhere near the project, I'm sure that'll go wonderfully.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if a Metal Gear Solid movie is a good idea in the first place. I'm against and it. then especially if Hideo Kojima's basically getting kicked the fuck out.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't see a movie of Metal Gear Solid working that well, because it, it, there's... It's just going to feel really Hollywood blockbuster is what they would do with it, which isn't what the games are really like. No. You can't fit in uh, the denseness of the Metal Gear Solid games into a a summer movie,
1: really. You can, but it just won't be good.
0: It Well, Well, I don't think they can. Well, they can't. I, I agree with Blake, but also they also can't make one that, like, It's gonna maintain some sort of mass appeal, or at least enough appeal to, uh, like the Metal Gear audience, to to justify the budget you'd need for it to be well. Yeah. Yeah. So So anyway, that's fun. fun. (laughs) Is that it for news? Is Is that that the
2: only thing that's really been going? Yeah,
0: I think I really think that's just. All this Middle Gear bullshit. Well, oh, that's I a, mean that I went to uh, Disneyland and saw Goofy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, did we talk about Pillars of Eternity last time?
0: Uh, I think we did. Really, I think all I, I think I did as far as I said I want to play that game.
2: Okay, I, 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 think we got I far thought in. we touched on it. Yeah,
0: we touched it's, very briefly. What did
2: I, I? haven't touched on anything, but I've uh I've heard from a lot of people that enjoy those old-school top-down CRPGs, stuff like old Baldur's Gate, etc. Mm, um, yeah. They're loving it. Pillars of Eternity is a huge hit with that crowd.
1: Is it being streamed?
2: Oh, yeah. Lots of people are streaming it. I might take a look yeah.
1: at it. I always yeah. liked, like Baldur's Gate and shit like
0: that. Yeah. Um, I, I've, been, like, I've heard the same thing. Like Every single person I've heard talk about this game has talked about how awesome it is and how it's like the exact game that you want if you're looking for that sort of game. And even if you haven't liked other games like this one, you'll probably end up liking this one. Yeah. Uh, Dan's
2: Gaming is live streaming it right now. He's been streaming it since it came out, pretty much.
0: Dan's Gaming? Do I, that's yeah. Twitch TV? Twitch.tv slash Dan's Gaming. Uh, uh, he's doing a Steam Paladin or... playthrough.
2: Oh, uh, it yeah, now? it's on Steam. I, I okay. think you can
0: get they it, have on it on GOG? It's on GOG, yeah.
1: Okay. Do you know what the cost is? Like 20 40... Uh 40 50 bucks, uh, I think.
0: Yeah, it's a full right, price. Wait, no, it's like that. forty-five.
2: Actually, okay, now I'll buy it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's even five dollars cheaper. So there
0: you go. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna have to get. I'm I'm eventually gonna have to get this game. Eventually, it's sixty on GOG. Oh wait, no, no, that's Champion Edition. <laughs> I, don't know the, I don't know if I don't know anything. You yeah okay yeah at least we, we can agree on that.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah 45 it's 45 for
0: the base. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, yeah, that's I really like I was kind of on the fence at first, but then like as I read more and more about it and every single person I saw saying anything about it, it just went on and on about how awesome it was. I'm I've been convinced to check it out eventually okay. once I get over my Endless Legend addiction. <laughs> uh, you guys got any news or you wanted to go ahead and talk about games? No, I think I'm good. games. Alright, um d- alright, let's do this. I don't I'm not sure. I might cut this and and move it around Sickness. in the episode, but let's do top threes first, so that if Blake has okay. to, if Jay has to go, we can finish up without him still. All, 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 all. Wow. Get top threes top three early. This is weird. Top three worst games you've ever played. Or Actually, as I like to say it, bottom three best games you've ever played. Shut
1: up. Okay, that man. is the shittiest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. We're going to say the three <laughs> shittiest games we've ever played. Kill yourself, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> three words. Robert, right
0: you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. So are we going to do the uh, typical get the obvious ones out of the way? Sure. Let's go. one uh, really, let's are there now. obvious ones? There's... Yeah, there are two very obvious ones that I see okay. in every I list. Okay, I can of this think type. of
2: one that I would that I didn't even that I never played, so it's not on my list.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I can think of two, and I have played one of them. Okay, well, uh, is the first or... one
2: is one of them Shaq Fu? <laughs> no,
0: no, not <laughs> <laughs> that's not. <laughs> Damn, all no, right, not Shaq. I haven't Shaq Fu's not on there. Uh, because, well, one, I've though. never played Shaq Fu. Yeah, I haven't either. The ones I was going to say are uh, Superman 64.
2: Okay, and again, I haven't played that one. I'm lucky.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one that I have not played. The one I have played that I think is a shoe in is uh, E.T. for Atari.
1: Wow, see, I haven't played any of these games. See, I haven't, I haven't heard
2: played of- E.T. either. I'm okay. actually lucky that I've only played bad games. I haven't played the worst of the worst, generally. Oh, yeah. Like, I haven't played That's ET. What I'm to do, I haven't, I never played Superman 64. Cause, I mean, I wasn't that big on Superman when I was younger, so I didn't care about getting Superman 64.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I really wasn't either. So, I, I'll just get ET out of the way, uh, since it's the one of those that I've played. Um, it's just, so, uh, when I was, little for some reason my grandmother had a she had an Atari at her house so whenever we went to go visit her i would spend some time playing Atari she had the really good tank game and uh a, the a fishing game that was alright and a couple others and then there was ET and ET you are on like a little map and you're ET and you're just walking around and like you're just like okay What the fuck am I supposed to be doing? And you walk around, and every once in a while, like, a guy will start chasing you, and you just try to stay away from him. But then, randomly, you'll just, like, fall in a hole that was not, like, drawn anywhere on the screen. Like, all of a sudden, like, you're walking around, and it's, like, a top-down view, and then all of a sudden, it's a side view of you falling down into a giant pit. And then you fall into the pit, and I think there's usually something you can pick up there, and then you press a button, you press the joystick button, and E.T.'s head, like, goes giraffe-style and stretches off of his neck, like, an extra three feet, and then he floats up out of the pit, and then you're back on the map again, walking around, and then you randomly fall in pits again, and it's, that's all that happens over and over.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, while, like, E.T. is probably the worst of the worst, Atari had a lot of really shitty games on the system. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's true. Even considering that it was like really the first you know, console that really got any yeah. traction, there were still some bad games. Yeah. Even if you're cutting it slack. Um, but I just remember playing that game and like it was so frustrating because you had no idea what the fuck you we were even supposed to be doing. Yeah. And like there was uh if you've watched Angry uh the Angry Video Game Nerd play it, he kind of figures out like what you're actually supposed to be doing and I he, I think he ends up beating the game. But it's like if there's no, I don't believe there is an instruction book, and if you're just playing it, and you don't like know explicitly, like, oh, this is what's happening, it's just like a constant stream of, what am I doing? What is going on right now? I have no fucking clue what's happening. Like, it's one of the few games where you actually don't even, it's not just a bad game, but you don't actually even know what's going on. So there's, that's E.T. Yeah.
2: Wasn't the, uh... Um, the Indiana Jones Atari game, really bad
1: too. Uh, I
0: don't, I don't know that I ever played that one.
1: Alright. I think I saw that on Uh, a few lists, actually.
0: I'll check it out while you guys, I'll see if I remember anything about it.
1: Alright. Blake, you want to go second
2: or you want to go second? Um, god. Uh, I'll go first, I guess, god, I've got, uh, I found a few more too while I was sitting here thinking about this. Um, so I guess, uh, a couple of my honorable mentions, uh, my first one would have to be Surf Ninjas on the Game Gear. Wow. Just a terrible, Surf terrible ninjas. game. Game Gear, like, the, like Game yeah. Gear. Yeah. That, that, when I sat down to really think about this list, one of the first games that came to mind was Surf Ninjas. And I was like, <laughs> dear God, that game sucked. But so did most things on the Game Gear. That system was not that good. <laughs> Uh the next one I would have to go with the Lord of the Rings game on the Super Nintendo.
0: Wait, are these your the ones These you're are talking? my
2: honorable mentions. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh the Lord of the Rings game on the Super Nintendo is such a fucking mess of unfun crap. Uh if you've <laughs> never played it, lucky you, don't. Uh for my actual first game, my number 3 on my list, I would have to go with uh Fantasy Star 2 on the Ooh. Mega Drive. Uh, oh. While I love <laughs> Fantasy Star 4, uh, Fantasy Star 4 was the first game in the series that I ever played. I went back and tried to play 2 and 3. Uh, 3 is not very good either, but for me, 2 is such a pain to play. Uh, it requires a ton of grinding uh, like... Lots and lots of grinding just to go level up your characters, just to get enough money to um, buy the equipment like it takes uh, an hour or two or three uh, after some new equipment opens up for you to be able to make enough money to be able to afford it all. Not only that, it's got some of the worst dungeon design I've ever seen in the video game. It's all the exact same tile. You'll walk into a dungeon and you'll move around and it just all looks the exact same. It's a huge pain to make yourself move through that kind of environment. It's, it completely killed my will to ever want to play through the game. It's like, if you do a Google image search for the, uh, for the maps for this game, you'll see how bad it is. It's, um, (laughs) The only reason it was like manageable, I think at the time when you bought the game, cause if you go back and play it on emulators now or something, uh, you don't get the game box. And the game box came with a map. It had maps for all the dungeons <laughs> in the game. And that was like the only way that you could ever make yourself get through that game. <laughs> because it looks awful.
0: Oh, I love all the browns and brownish greens.
2: Yeah, it, the colors. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's all the same tile and it all looks disgusting. It's very, very boring. It's it's a bad game. I hate yeah. Fantasy Star
0: too. I heard they made a book about this game. Really? Like a book. Are you actually trolling the Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh, goddamn Robert. I fucking trolled you I, th- I, I thought he was talking about <laughs> fantasy star for a second. I was like, What?
0: Oh nice. wait, you're talking about Fantasy Star now.
1: Yeah. I was, like, I was okay, so I wasn't confused. You're you're a dumbass. Okay. Thanks, yeah, Robert. Robert's just an
2: idiot. It's fine. Don't even <laughs> Yeah, my number three game, Robert. Thank you for listening. Was Fantasy Star Two, Lord of the Rings. I heard Mike.
0: that, but then I forgot once I because I was Over. looking up Surf Ninjas and found out that it's a movie. <laughs> also, yeah, it
2: was based. The game was based on the movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, it was really. Yeah. The movie got a has a twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, it's
2: terrible. The movie's awful.
0: Robert, do you know
1: what uh, game somebody was streaming yesterday? Or what game uh, you Hearthstone conquers bad for a day.
0: <laughs> it's not on your list, to be honest. Well, I've never played it.
1: I thought you did play it one
0: time. No. I thought you talked like oh shit about it. We did, but that we were purely talking about the marketing for it. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you played it. Okay,
1: anyways. No. All right. Well, speaking of N64 games, uh, my number three is gonna be Quest 64. I think it's. Uh, I, I'm surprised <laughs> you Blake hasn't. Said yeah. That. Yeah. I've played. I have actually played more Fantasy Star 2 than I have of Quest 64. I tried so many times with my Quest 64 and beat it, and every single time I'm like, yeah, this game's not that bad. It's a pile <laughs> of dog shit. I only played, I rented Quest 64. <laughs> this is this is a great,
2: great answer for this list, honestly. I rented Quest 64, and it's one of those games where you rent it, and it's like, great, this just ruined my weekend. Yep. I played it <laughs> oh, for yeah. Oh, it's, a,
1: it's a great, horrible game. Like, that's... <laughs>
2: I played it for an hour and I was like, "No, I'm done. I'm not touching this anymore. That game is ass. <laughs>
1: ass, 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 ass." Um. All right.
0: So my number three is. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joe Montana Football for Sega CD. It was just a really like the gameplay. Like there was nothing. First of all, they didn't do anything special with the Sega CD that they hadn't already done with just plain old Sega Genesis. Like, the graphics uh, were probably a little bit more advanced, but the game didn't actually look good. Um, and they aside from it just being a mediocre game all around, there were weird... There were, like, really weird things. So so there was one problem where... I, I, I think I talked about this a while back on the podcast. Uh, there, like... When you were in the middle of a play, you didn't have any information about the game. Uh, Most notably, there was not a play clock in the middle of a play. You could only see the play clock when you're, like, calling plays. And so there was one time where I was, uh, like, down by a touchdown or something like that. And the game was just about over, and I passed it, and my guy was running... And, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to get tackled or not, so I was trying to decide if I should run out of bounds to stop the clock uh, and, you know, get another chance to kick a field goal or go for another play or fucking whatever. And, but, so I was trying to make that decision, but I couldn't see the clock, so I didn't know if the clock had actually run out <laughs> or not. Uh, and so I, like, thought about it for a second and decided to run out of bounds, and I ran out of bounds, and the clock had run out, so it was just came over. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Another my favorite thing though that ever happened to me in that game was I talked about this too. Um was one time I was playing and the other team kicked off to me and I ran it back for a touchdown. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, that was really cool. I want to watch a replay." And so <laughs> I went to the replay and I watched, and I played the replay and the replay is going and in the replay, my guy got tackled on the 20-yard line and the play was over.
1: Something different <laughs> happened.
0: Yeah, it was an entirely different play.
1: From- <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> so you recommend recommending <laughs> that we should play this
0: game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe Montana Football, Sega CD. Go for it. Probably better than Night Trap.
2: I don't know about that. I don't know. Night Trap's pretty good, man.
0: It's pretty good, man. It's good. I'm t- I'm sad that I never got a chance to play Night Trap. <laughs> parents wouldn't let me play
2: it. Oh bastards! <laughs> well, no, you're a, you're an adult listening. now. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I can do what I want. I what you I should want. call your parents up and be like, "Hey, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play Night Trap, and you can't <laughs> stop me." <laughs> Robert, you go to your
1: room. You can't tell what to you're do. Me. <laughs> you're so mean. You don't understand me. <laughs> Exactly where this argument would go. Good. <laughs> oh, Pretty much. All right,
2: number two, Blake. Uh, all right, my number two is Dick Tracy for the uh, Nintendo he Entertainment the dick System. <laughs> Shit. Dick Tracy on the Nintendo. It's it's just one of the stupidest bad games possible. <laughs> You're running around with a giant fist. There are guys shooting oh, yeah. at you. You're trying to drive around on the world map, and apparently the mobsters have snipers that are taking nice. you out all the time. So It's like really, uh, it's it's a really really terrible game. <laughs> oh god, that's that another fun. one. I remember uh, this being another game that I rented, and it kind of ruined my weekend. Where it's, it's like, yeah, this is I'm going to play this new game. I've seen this movie with my parents. It's This weird, kind of goofy, over-the-top sort of thing, and then the game sucks.
0: Yeah, I remember going to see that movie with my parents and, like, a friend from across the street. Yeah. That's pretty much all I remember about it. That's hilarious. But it was amazing. All right, Jay. Jay.
1: (laughs) Uh, My number two is going to be Paperboy for Game Boy. uh... Paperboy?
0: Oh, Game Boy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. Calm down. Calm down. This was an attempted transfer to the Game Boy uh from the NES, and uh it was horrible. The there there were so many problems with it. Like, let's say so let's put it this way. So there's two lanes, uh one where the cars are parked, one where your your dude's riding the bike and riding and obviously riding down. Uh so let's say you're in the right lane and there's a car in the left lane. There were multiple times where I'd be in the right lane and I'd get hit by a car, even though the car was in the left lane. It just just happened. It just didn't understand that the car was in the other lane. It's like real life. And then uh, the other thing that happened is there was there was sometimes a delay when you throw the paper. So you you press the button to throw the paper, <laughs> and then like five seconds later you would throw it and just completely whiff. And this That's, is like this he, is this game, is the original he, 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 nerd he, 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 rage. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this game drove me fucking bananas. I, I played it so oh, much too because I was like, I thought it was gonna be good, and it was just. The most frustrating thing ever.
2: Uh, that's the worst. When there, when there's a game... My number one game is actually like that. When there's this game that you're just like, this is going to be a good game. I know yeah, it. I just I have, to have to find a this. good game in here. Yeah. And you, then it's just... It never gets good. It it's just stays a steaming
1: shit. pile. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. love when they transfer games over and don't do it properly. It, it literally looks like they were like, hey, can we make this for N64, or for Game Boy? Yeah, yeah, I can finish that by Friday. <laughs> that's, I was actually trying to think
2: of games like that, um, where... They, like, ports to other systems. Yeah. Where they're just, like... Games that were good, that were ported over, and the port ports
1: port are bad. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. That was my original idea for most of my lists. And uh I didn't get that far. I figured out a lot of other bad games.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of... I remember... I don't remember, like, playing a whole lot of games that were, like, ported over. But, I, don't, like, I, lesser. I never owned
2: my own GBA... But I played on my cousins a bunch, and I remember hating the Castlevania game on uh, Game Boy, not GBA, just Game Boy. Um, and I never liked the Mega Man games on there. I hated the Mega no, Man no, games I never on them. Game Boy.
0: I played, um, the only ones I can think of are for Game Gear, uh, NBA Jam, and Mortal Kombat.
1: There were some games. And really, ben I don't them.
0: think. I don't think those were all that bad, really, on the, on there.
1: How many games were made for Game Gear? Probably not that many.
0: Game... I don't know. Mortal Kombat had this weird thing, though, on Game Gear, where you could do the, uh, like if you were gonna do, like, the, the classic fireball motion, you could do it, and then wait indefinitely before you actually push the button, and then <laughs> you push the button, he would throw the fireball. I mean, it wasn't very useful what because you had to stand perfectly, yeah, you had to stand perfectly still, that's because weird. if you pushed in any other direction, then it would cancel it out. But right. I, noticed, I, I figured that out. It, would, it was really weird. You could sit there and wait however long you wanted, then push the button, and then you would throw it. 363 games for Game Gear.
1: That many? Really? I expected it to be lower, but apparently Yeah, I close. thought it would be less than 100,
0: even. I, c- I can see that. I feel like they kind of cranked out a lot. That's what your mom said. <laughs> Got you uh, my number two is well, a game that I played for the podcast uh, last year. Leisure Suit Larry, love for sale.
1: Oh, that's what I was thinking of when I was talking about Conquer's Bad a Day. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry. Oh, it's like, oh, okay.
0: What, where did this conquer hate come from? That's weird. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so okay. uh, I never th- thought the Leisure Suit Larry games looked very fun. Like, even when I was, like, 8 years old or 10 years old or whatever – and, like, I had heard about the Leisure Suit Larry games. Like, even being that young, I was like, this looks really stupid. Like, I get that, like, they're going for, like, the whole, like, you know, kind of quote unquote edgy, like, you know, sex based or, you know, pseudo sex based uh, adventure games. And it just looked like it was going to be filled with, like, really stupid, easy, lame jokes. And, uh, so I never played kinda it. like this podcast. Kind of like, <laughs> like, exactly. Kind of mm. like, like me. <laughs> I guess, oh, maybe I should have liked it after all. But uh, so but so I finally played since I never played any of them. I gave it a chance last year for the podcast and played uh, Love for Sale, and it was exactly as bad as I expected it to be, and maybe even a little bit worse because there like was barely even a story. The puzzles weren't fun. There weren't e- like the jokes were terrible, but there weren't even many jokes. It was just like. It it like had no direction. It was like go. It just was. I like I don't even know how to describe it. It was like just this, this bland piece of shit that you're trying to figure out puzzles for, and they're not even really. There's there's hardly even any attempts at making jokes. This is it was just really stupid. Damn, it's really fucking stupid. Robert, such a hater. Yeah, sip my hatred. <laughs> All right, Blake, what's the worst game that you've ever played? All
2: right, my number one game. It's another RPG, which shouldn't surprise anybody. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you kind of sing the final countdown there? (laughs) uh, You're going
1: down to your number one. Okay, all
2: right, all right. (laughs) I'll respect that. My number one game, this is another one that I rented. This is what I was talking about. I rented this game, and I wanted it to be good so bad, and it was not seventh saga for the super nintendo one of the worst games i've ever played not just retro uh it (laughs) it's stuck with me for years and years it's not even good enough to play through on an emulator uh the game is so shitty what it is, it's an RPG. You've got one character. And at the beginning, like there's this cool there's some cool stuff going on. You've got like uh seven, I think, different characters that you can choose from, and they play pretty differently. There's like a, a human, there's a dwarf, there's a robot, there's a demon, which always was a little weird to me. It's like, "Oh, there's there's just a demon that you can play as." And I think the demon's actually an alien. The game had some weird lore. <laughs> I think the game made no sense at all. It it, 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 it didn't really try. And so you only get one character. That's your party. You can recruit other people later on, but they kind of come and go as they please. And the reason the game sucks so bad is because it is... It's got a a worse grind to it than most MMOs do.
1: You can grind
2: for hours and hours and not get anywhere as far as, like actually advancing your character you and the thing is you have to level up and you have to do all this grinding all these annoying boring battles to make enough money to buy the equipment and to get uh to get high enough level and the level of system it's just so slow it, oh my god i hate this game so much it's got some cool ideas but for the most part it's lost in a sea of making you uh, level up way too much. It's very, very, very boring. It's
1: like it, like
2: I said, games. even on an emulator using the fast forward function, it takes too long to level up. That's terrible. I. It's one of the worst games I've ever played.
0: Wow. All right.
1: Jay, worst game. Numero uno. Uh, my number Da-da-da-da. one. Da-da-da-da. Uh, The number one game that I hated growing up, and for so many goddamn reasons, was Friday the 13th for regular (laughs) Nintendo. That game is so fucking atrociously bad, scary, oh man, that game scared the shit out of me. And it's like, not even scary at all, and it just... (laughs) Uh, I feel like we've talked about this game a couple times, but essentially you walk around and it's Friday the 13th, so, you know, what's-his-name's coming after you, and... It just, all this dumb shit happens and then people start dying and that's when it gets scary because you're like oh shit You know, the black kid died first obviously who's next like am I going to go down here like it's just oh my god the game is atrocious and then randomly he just shows up when he comes out of the... when he comes out of the water that's my favorite one he's just like hey I'm here and you're like oh, do you, do you <laughs> oh I'm gonna turn around. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just going to turn around and walk the other direction and then die to mobs instead of dying yeah I, this game is just fucking terrible I tried playing it so many times too when I was younger so funny.
0: Did you ever get very far?
1: No, no.
0: <laughs> I don't Rad. think so.
1: I I think I just
2: remembered a game that should have been on my list too. Um, oh, yeah. I'll I'll touch it after you finish yours,
1: Robert.
0: Okay. Yeah. My number one is uh, Hard Driving for Sega Genesis. I've never heard of this. It was it was kind of billed as a like more realistic driving racing simulator, but it just sucked. <laughs> like so there first of all there's only one track in the entire game. Cool. Uh second of all it's impossible to ever complete the one track in the game because if you once you get to any speed that's not just like a crawling pace you completely lose control of your car. Like so there are checkpoints on the track, and if you don't get to like every time you get like there's a count like this is another really stupid thing about it there's a countdown timer and for each checkpoint and if you don't get to uh, like you know a, any given checkpoint before the, the timer goes out then it's the race is cut off your game's over you got to start over at the beginning so that alone is really stupid you don't even get to go through the whole track if you don't get to like every single checkpoint in time uh. So, once you start going fast enough to actually make it to the checkpoints, if you tap to the left or the right, you just go, like, flying off the road and into the (sighs) grass. And if you are going, like, really fast, then, like, you... It's, like, basically unpredictable which direction your car is going to go. You're just going to be sliding all over the fucking place. It's, like, got the worst controls of any racing game probably ever in the history of the world. And so once you're going fast enough, if you get lucky enough to like actually be able to steer your car and keep it on the road, then you also have to watch out for traffic because there's actual traffic on the roads also, and a truck might just like pop up in front of you and you don't have time to turn and you crash into it and that's game over and you got to start over again. It was just there's it, like the game just tries to piss you off in every way imaginable and pretty much succeeds every time. Like that this is the only game that I uh ever bought and actually returned just because it was so bad. This is like back when Damn. you could return games. And like I played this for an hour and my dad was like, "Do you want to return this?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." Cuz uh, right, like
1: PlayStation employees
0: I can't get it. I can't tell you how bad the controls are on this game. It's terrible. And there's no music either while you're driving. All you hear the whole time is your engine. And then like whenever you tap the steering wheel, it goes. Oh god.
2: Old games that don't have music. That's the worst.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And there's music like for two seconds whenever you crash. Like it'll show you a replay of you crashing. And plays music just over that, and it stops when you start actually playing again. So what was the one you were going to talk about? What was the one you thought of, Blake?
2: Um, big surprise, it's an LJN product. And uh, <laughs> it was X-Men on Nintendo. I've talked about it before on the podcast. That's one of the worst games. Oh, okay. One of the worst licensed games of all time, and it, it's just so bad. It, it looks... Like uh, someone took a dump on a cartridge and yeah. just shipped it. It's a, it's so it. bad. <laughs> and then of course, I mean, this is at the time. Uh, I mean, for my age, I was, uh, I was around eight. Back in my day, back in my day, we had to walk uphill both ways. I mean, we watched X Men on Saturday morning cartoons on Fox. We read the comics and stuff, and then we're like, oh, my God, there's an X-Men game. I got to play it. And you play it, and it's, again, you've got these high expectations for it. You're like, this is going to be awesome. I get to play yeah. as Wolverine. I get to play as Nightcrawler and Cyclops. And you play it, and you, you it's a top-down thing where it's like the worst gauntlet clone of all time.
0: <laughs> F- oh, Why God. is Wolverine just thrusting himself at people? <laughs> that was his attack.
2: Yeah. That? Yep, that was his attack. He he thrust
0: his body forward. Oh man, so bad. Um, did you see I, I I sent you a link to this like if this was a while back. I'm not sure if you ever saw it though. Uh the Angry Video Game Nerd did a video on an LJN like art video game console. I remember you linking it, but I don't think I got to watch it. Holy shit, it is hilarious. It's LJN Video Art. I just pulled it up, and it's, I'll, I'll link it to you after this so you can see it, but it is, uh, like exactly what you would expect <laughs> from LJN. It's like, it's a console, and it's basically got like, it's like the joystick with like a couple buttons on it plugged into this console. And there are pictures, it is like basically a coloring book. Like you can draw pictures or color pictures, and you have like less mobility than an etch a sketch, pretty much. <laughs> and when you're coloring in pictures, it doesn't even give you a like paint filler tool. It's just like you're drawing lines to color in <laughs> to color in the parts of the picture. God It's uh it's what pretty a, awesome. What a company. Oh <laughs> yeah, shit! No kidding. I'll send this to you after because it is is definitely worth watching. All right, yeah. Um, uh, that's if if anybody wants to check this out, this is uh Angry Video Game Nerd episode 133. You should give that uh, give that a shot. So now that we're done with our bottom threes, it is. What's the time to do now? I'm I'm lost. I'm lost and confused. <laughs> it's so weird. It's never happened before? It's the first time this has ever happened to me. Jay, what game did you play? Ah, you oh, scared me. Sorry, we're out of order. Sorry, oh, I'm a little startled. Uh, so for this. Oh, week... oh, oh! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold oh, okay. on. Okay, hold on. Never mind. Hold on. Hold on.
1: You're gonna pause the clip or kill yourself or
0: both? Speaking of scary things. Oh my God! Did you hear that? Uh. Warner Brothers is thinking about making a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Did you oh, play that yeah, game? Oh yeah, I heard about that today. Actually, did you actually play the no. game, Roberto? Fuck no, I never played it. Why? <laughs> I can't handle it.
2: You little bitch, Robert. <laughs> I mean, we already know the answer to that one. <laughs> when it comes to
0: this stuff,
1: when it comes to I, I've games, seen like people like uh, play it and stuff, and I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll have to try it to get the
0: real feels. Well, I guess you're just awesome.
1: Oh, I get scared by video games constantly. This game just doesn't do it for me.
0: <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. It looks scary to me. Have you played scary, uh you haven't played um uh Thin Man, have you or have you?
1: You mean uh what's the, not not Slender Man.
0: <laughs> Slender <Thin> Man's
1: <laughs> man
0: oh, like a actual teaching. Uh did you you did you ever play that? Did you ever play Slender Man?
1: I watch people play it, I've never played it. It looks pretty interesting, but I feel like it gets old after a while. Like the factor, the scare factor, rather.
0: Anyway, okay, so uh, just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, this is, this should be interesting to see if it actually happens, and also if it's if it's pretty good. Because if it's good, it might be. It could. It has the potential to be really fucking scary.
1: Da-da-da-da.
0: Maybe, but maybe not. Also, you know, they could turn out good, or it could turn out bad. You know, you understand? No, nope. like there's two things that could happen we we'll slow down some the extremes. Like there's things? bad and good, Okay. And this movie could be one of those, or it could also be in between somewhere on one of shut on those. Shut up. Yeah.
1: No, 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 just shut up. <laughs>
0: okay. Roberto. All right, what game did you play?
1: I played uh, Mario Party for PS1. <laughs> 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 that was a good joke. You like that? Well, actually, it is Mario Party for PS1. It's called Crash Bash. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for uh, <laughs> Thanks for that one. No, I played a uh, Crash Bash for PS One. I've been playing it. Um, funny enough, it wasn't Crash... actually my what?
0: Bash to Cute,
1: Crash Bash, which is a Crash Bandicoot game. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, is it actually? Yeah, it's a Crash Bandicoot game. It's called Crash Bash. <laughs> it's like it's literally like Mario Party for Crash Bandicoot. Okay, you done? Following you. I'm with you. Okay, okay. We're gonna slow. We're gonna take it down a notch here, just for a second. You ready? <laughs> okay. Um. So anyways, so yeah, it's, it's basically the, the Mario Party of, of uh, the Crash World. And uh, there's a variety of type of games you can play. You can play, I think you play up to four people. Um, I only played with two and, two and one. There's like a single player mode, which is pretty fun. It's really challenging and frustrating at times. And then the multiplayers is what's really cool about it. It's, there's a lot of co-op you can do and, and fun stuff like that. But um so essentially how the game works is... Just like Mario Party, you... Um, well, there's not a board as much, so like they, you don't really have that aspect, but um, what you do have is Bananagrams. Hold on one second. My computer's lagging really, really bad. Bananagrams? Oh. You know what Bananagrams are? Anyways, sorry. My computer, like... Totally like how much a
0: banana weighs?
1: You've never heard of Bananagrams? <laughs> it's a okay. board game, Robert. Okay. Anyways, so... uh Basically, uh, for for Crash Course for the for the co-op, uh, essentially each like it, it, have you ever played any Crash Bandicoot games, Robert? Uh,
0: I think I play I played one of them. I I think it was the first one, like a long time ago, and I just like like not that much. Okay. But yes, I have played one of them.
1: So pretty much uh, it's kind of the same setup, uh, at least for for the the level pickings. Um, essentially you go, like the first world will give you a, a, a variety of games, like four or five different types of games you could play. And they have ones where it's like, uh, there's one called like pinball madness. I believe is what it's, it's actually titled. And you basically, um, there's, one person on each side of, of four sides and then um you control your character and you can move them back and forth to shoot uh to, to bounce these pinballs back at each other and the objective is to score on the other person as many times as you can and you have like a certain amount of balls you can take <laughs> before you just die and so like that's one game and then there's the games that my little brother and i really like there's one called uh, it's actually just called something bash like it'll be like jungle bash or uh ice bash so it's like you know different settings, but uh, what you do in that mode is like your character has like an, uh, an auto attack ability that you can use. So you can like hit people to stun them or like knock them down for a second or do a little bit of damage. But the objective is to pick up different objects on the on the playing field and throw them at each other. And certain ones do more damage than others. And um, like there there's certain mechanics that go on. Like sometimes if you're if you're doing certain levels, there's like a guy in the background who's not a part of the actual scene and he's like throwing objects in, and you can like stun people underneath where they're going to land to like get bonus damage on them and and get a huge lead. Um, so that game, my little brother and I really like, and the other one, it's, you're driving a tank, and you're on, like, these playing fields that where you, primarily you can only go, um, horizontal and vertical, and uh, you, you can't go diagonal, because, like, basically the map's set up in a way that, it kind of looks like reverse Swiss cheese, I guess is the best way to put it, so, like, there's, like, um, blocks everywhere, and, like, you kind of use them to LOS each other, and then you obviously try and kill each other, and there's certain mechanics That's that go line on. line of
2: sight for anybody that doesn't know.
1: What did I say? L O S. Oh, L O S. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's so funny when people ask me what that means. Like, it's such a common <laughs> term. To, like, with people I hang out with, so. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So that's just like three of them. There's like a couple other ones, but the way that the game gets more and more difficult is just like in the actual Crash Bandicoot games. You not only have to collect. Like, so the first time you do a level, you get a crystal. Okay. Cool. Right. It's nothing hard. It's usually just beat the level. There's no crazy mechanics going on. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you can do, there's, like, a gem challenge, and then there's, or I'm sorry, for the first part, you do, you do the trophy. So you just get a trophy, then you try and go for the crystal challenge, and then you go for the gem challenge. And as you progress higher and higher, they, they get more difficult and more bullshit. So, like, the guys start with twice as much health as you. Or they are, you know, like, randomly, you'll get stunned, but they won't, so they can just, like, kill you. And so, like, it does get frustrating at times, but it's, it's really fun. And it was, it was a game that I played before I played Mario Party, actually, I believe. So it was it was a nice kind of introduction to it. And then at the end of each world, there's obviously a boss, and the bosses have different mechanics. And most of them are uh, from the Crash Bandicoot series. And I played most of, most of the Crash Bandicoot games like all the way through when I was a kid. So it was it's a really fun game. Um, if you like Crash Bandicoot series, if you like Mario Party, it's it's a nice little kind of touch on both of them. It's not as complete, and it doesn't have as much replay value as like Mario Party does, because like I can play most Mario Party games, you know pretty often with different groups of friends and stuff like that but still a really 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 fun game
0: yeah sweet yeah yeah did you play so uh, did you play it how many people did you play it with when you I were just there?
1: played with Motor Brother and then I played the single player as well
0: like a lot Okay. how many does, so, does it support like I think it
1: supports older? four it, but you have to have that stupid PlayStation port if you wanted to do it back in the day yeah. obviously today with uh, emulators it's much much easier but
0: yeah, I remember that stuff,
1: but they're just like in Mario party I don't know if you know this Robert but Mario's complete bullshit, and he always cheats as the as the AI and he always wins. he can never lose. They have the same thing with Crash, so like whenever me and my little brother play, so like when you start a, a campaign or you like start the game you 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 pick your two characters, and then the opponents pick two characters, and those are the only characters you ever play against, and there's like eight different character choices. If ever we queue, and it's like me and my little brother playing two people, and then they get somebody, and then their last one's Crash Bandicoot, we always go, oh, oh, reset, start over. Nope. Reset, gotta start over. Because it's just so bullshit. He always does, like, the, let's say the map is like, I'm going to kill one person. Well, it's never going to be Crash. Like, it's never going to happen. It just doesn't happen. It's his game. It's like Mario Party. It's Mario's game.
0: He never loses. He cheats. It's come back trash. I mean crash. Yep. Yeah. Damn trash. Okay. That sounds pretty cool. I had never heard of that game.
2: Yeah, I hadn't either, actually.
0: Okay. Uh Blake?
2: Um, I have actually been pretty out of commission for about a week thanks to apparently being stressed out so bad that I kind of went blind. So I have not actually been able to play any retro games recently.
0: <laughs> you played what kind of games?
2: Um, well, I basically, I've just been streaming. Um, I've been playing Isaac on the stream, and that's been about it. And then after that, I try not to make myself die from stress. So that's been fun.
0: There you go. <laughs> it's a good plan, at least.
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was a good idea at the time. I liked it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, then. <laughs> that's...
2: I don't know what more you want me to say. I've been stressed out so bad that I've had, like, <laughs> migraine-level headaches, and i thought going partially I thought you were going, going somewhere
0: bit. with this. I thought you were going to be like, but... No, like there's no A year no but. ago, I played this game, and I never <laughs> talked about it.
2: <laughs> I mean, I thought about it. I looked through some lists, and I was like, no, I've already <laughs> talked
0: about all these, so fuck <laughs> it. That's cool. That's cool. We're easy going on the Classic Gaming Podcast. What are you talking about? Jay is a little bit angry about it, as you can tell. He's he gets worked up about this kind of stuff.
2: You know what? I yeah. might actually. I think one of the next games I want to talk. I don't know if I'm gonna have the time for this. I want to try and organize a race on Twitch with some of my friends of uh, Super Mario 64 because oh, it just came out oh, on nice. the Wii U. It just got a Wii U release. So oh, it I'm did? thinking about trying to get a bunch of us to uh, do a semi-blind race of it.
1: You know who would what, is... who would race you is Conrad Jansen would race you. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen him play? When it? was the last
2: time he streamed?
1: I don't think he streams like very much at all, but he plays. He played that game a lot. Yeah,
2: when he streamed, he like the few times I caught him, he was doing uh, speed runs of. I think he was doing sixteen star.
1: Yeah, I, you, I think so.
2: Okay, he, I think he was doing sixteen star, and then the other time I watched him, he was playing uh, Stanley Parable.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. nice. I like Stanley Parable. Uh, um, is so I I'm intru- I was uh, actually thinking about this the other day. Do you still like uh the first Binding of Isaac better than the new one? I mean,
2: it's uh, some things. There's a lot of things that are really bad about the new one, but I mean, the old one is also it's it's kind of got that old and busted thing going with it. All of the new things that were added in the new game make playing the old game really difficult. Even if there are oh, yeah. some things in the old game that are way better. Like, it's just minor things. Like, um, in Rebirth, your ability, like, if there's a card sitting on the ground, a tarot card, you can walk up to it, you can grab it. And after you grab it, you can keep moving afterwards. If you go back to the old game, you can't do that. If you pick up an item on the floor, you're frozen there in place for the two seconds it takes for Isaac to raise it above his head. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of little things like that. that you oh, yeah, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, I can't do this. I can't deal with it.
0: <laughs> what are the bad things? What are the terrible things about the new one? Well, I mean, the new one, from, like, a speed
2: running and just a casual play perspective, I think the my least favorite thing is that... uh they made it so that Devil Deals and even Angel Rooms are really, really shitty now sometimes. Uh, it used to be that uh, the old Devil Deals, you were guaranteed to see at least uh, – well, you were guaranteed to see two items every time you went into a Devil Deal if the Devil was there. And now there's a small chance that you'll see three items. There's a chance that you'll see one item. There's a chance that you'll see two items and then there's a a chance that it will just be red chests and the red chests are trash because the red chests have a chance of either giving you uh troll bombs which try to blow up on you uh, pills, and the pills in the game are terrible almost all the time, so getting pills is a major downer too. That's almost never a good thing. Then the red chest can teleport you into the devil deal that you're already inside, which means it does absolutely nothing for you. Uh, and then it can drop a handful of items or some soul hearts. And because of that, if you see red chests in your first devil deal of a run, you can't lock into devil deals. That means you won't be seeing devil deals for the rest of the run. Uh, You're not uh, guaranteed to be seeing them. Uh, Instead, there's a chance that you'll see God Rooms. And God Rooms were not very good in the original Wrath of the Lamb. They're even worse in Rebirth. (laughs) The item pools in God Rooms are so worthless now that (laughs) it is a complete joke. There are maybe three items in the God Room pool that are good most of the time. Um. Maybe four, if we're counting for casual play. For speedrunning, there's like three items in the pool, I think, that are actually really good for a speedrun. Um, and you never see those three because the rest of them pop up, and they're all fucking awful. Um, the other thing that godrooms can do now—they again, they, there's a chance that they won't spawn with an item. God rooms can either spawn with one item on a pedestal, or they can spawn with, uh, three soul hearts on the floor, or they can spawn with, uh, two eternal hearts on the floor, and all that two eternal hearts does is you pick up the two of them and they become a full red heart for you. It's so, so poorly designed from so many Perspectives, Yeah. Uh, like, it, it completely devalues the reward of earning those rooms. Because what was cool about the first game, about Wrath of the Lamb before Rebirth came out, um, I mean, this part is still true in Rebirth, but to get those rooms to show up, to get the Angel Rooms or the Devil Deals to show up, you have to not take Red Heart damage on that floor. So you have to perform well. You have to play oh, okay. well. And... Now, like it, back in Wrath of the Lamb, it was a reward. You did well, so here's this chance at some of these cool things. Now it's like, you did well, but here's six troll bombs in your face. Congratulations. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Thanks for that. I'm really appreciative of <laughs> Absolute trash.
1: For those wondering, it stands for line of sight, what he just said. Everything <laughs> that you just said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one really long way of saying line of
0: sight. Side, of side. I think we can all relate to that. So which one do you like better?
2: I mean, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I miss a lot of things about the original game, but I like a lot of the new stuff in this one. It's really it's really hard. Like especially another thing about the new one that's nice is that they changed uh, how um how special the special item stat works, which I don't want to uh, get into too much, but basically the special item stat in the original game, uh, there were a lot of items that had this special secret stat that wasn't talked about to the player at all. And yeah. what it does is it makes it so that you're less likely to find the other st- the other items that have the special stat if you have one uh, one or more of the special items. And all of the special items in the game are the things that actually help you improve your character in a real way uh, stuff that gives you like damage up tears up stuff like that any special item is extremely rare after you get one special item and it's really really dumb uh, that has been toned down extremely in rebirth um i mean most of the items that i would expect to be counted as special items aren't anymore there's only 14 special items in rebirth out of the 400 or so items in the game and then there are, in the original game, in Wrath of lamb there are, like, f- 50 special items or something like that, and most of them aren't even any good. You wouldn't even think that they're special items. It doesn't make sense.
1: Hmm.
2: Overall, I, I like a lot of the things that changed in Rebirth, and I just wish it had been a more polished, tested product. It, it was supposed yeah. to be everything that we had wanted from... uh from Wrath of the Lamb in the first place. And then they screwed most of that up. So, I guess my short answer, short, yeah, right, would be that I
0: like Rebirth <laughs> more. Okay. Rebirth more? Question mark? Yeah, yeah. Question
1: mark you. at the end of the-
0: Who, Who's the developer of that
2: game? Um, I mean, originally it was done by Edmund, it wasn't really a team, like an official team. It was Edmund McMillan of Team Meat and uh, Florian himsel. Who's worked on something else, but I'm not sure what. And then... Yeah, uh, I, knew, I knew Edmund did in, the And now uh, for Rebirth... Yeah, Ed, Edmund did some of the programming, but he oh, mostly okay. did the art stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And then for Rebirth, uh, Edmund kind of... It seems like Edmund oversaw things a little bit, but it was mostly worked on by uh, one of the people from Nicholas, which has produced a few other games, uh Tyrone Rodriguez. Oh, okay. And there are just there are a lot of bad design decisions in the game that uh I really wish I knew who I was supposed to be blaming for.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> who am I supposed you can't to be call pissed them out if about you don't know pissed. who to
0: call out? Yeah, I know. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Holala. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, that's all pretty interesting. So that's my non that's my like I I kind of play Isaac as a job, so that's why I'm uh so Listen
1: to
2: this cool guy. Well, I I do. That's <laughs> Kind of my job. It's the game I play the most for sure. And I mean, so I'm kind of uh, invested in it a little bit. Emotionally. Financially. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: Blake Son. Blake Son. Oh. Blake Son.
0: All right. I played Stronghold. Oh, wow. The first one? Uh, well, the HD remaster. Okay, well, Stronghold HD. I don't know, actually. I don't even know when the original Stronghold came out. I'm gonna find that out. 2002, two uh, 2001. 2001. Okay. Um,
2: I don't think I ever played the original, but uh, <laughs> almost uh, 15 years ago. I played Stronghold Two with a friend of mine that I used oh, to have okay. LAN parties with all the time.
0: Oh really? Was that yeah. was that any good?
2: Um, he liked it quite a bit. I only played it like one or two times.
0: <laughs> he was obsessed those with trying friends. to
2: play it, and I mean, I was like, "Yeah, this looks okay."
0: Um, yeah. So, Stronghold is it's a real-time strategy game, but it's a lot different from most real-time strategy, or it's it's a bit different from most real-time strategy games. It's much much more focused on uh like building a like it, much more focused on the defensive aspects of the game and your strategy and everything. Uh as well as like managing your actual little town that you're that you're in control of. So uh this in in single player mode the story kind of goes like you're This band of a few guys who, like, uh, got kicked out of the castle or something along those lines and you're kinda like out fending for yourselves and then, uh, people are coming at you for various reasons trying to attack you. So you gotta like build up, uh, your, you gotta like build up your castle, build up your walls, like build up your village as well, so you have to like build Little huts for, uh, your hunters that are gonna go get food for all your people and then your, uh, your woodsmen who go and chop down trees. And what else? Like, uh, eventually, like there's, there's kinda, it kinda starts off slow and adds more and more. So eventually you have to add like, like bakeries and, and like wheat mills or whatever you call those and farms. And you have to manage, like, your taxes and how much food you're rationing <laughs> out to people. So, like, the taxes, like, the lower those are, the more people you'll attract to come, like, stay at your castle. Uh, but obviously you'll get less money. You could actually even go the opposite direction and pay people to come to where you're losing money, but you get a lot more people to come in your castle. And then uh, at the same time, you can do, like, rations where, like, people get tons of rations, and that'll attract more people or you can lower the rations if your food gets low, but then people will, will uh, start to leave, or at least start coming at a slower rate. And so, so you're managing a lot of that stuff at the same time that you're building up your defenses and and training like archers and stuff like that for when people attack you, which which in the campaign is like every five or ten minutes or so they'll kind of launch a new attack. And you got to just make sure you're ready for them. You got to make sure you got your walls built. You got your uh, stairs leading up to like the tops of the castle walls, so your archers can get up there and have like a good high ground. Uh, you can build like little things that kind of like shield the archers that they can kind of stand behind. And so it's like it's it's a lot more focused on like building and planning out your actual base than it is in a lot of uh, real time strategy games. It's it's almost kind of Sim City like. In that way where you're you're actually paying attention to like people like what people want and like making your your little town attractive to people to move into uh, at the same time that you're like building up your defenses for when you get attacked um so the like it's kind of weird because like I didn't get that far in the game I probably got about six or seven missions in and once you like get to like mission four or five, it kind of gets ridiculous. It's just like you you just build as many like uh, bakeries and like uh, hunter <laughs> cabins and wood <laughs> cabins like all over. <laughs> what what's going on? What it's I'm just missing? such. It's just so weird to think like
2: I'm playing this real time strategy. I'm about to get attacked. There are these guys that are gonna come at me. I gotta build some bakeries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is kinda weird. Make some cakes, bitches. (laughs) There's a little disparity there. It's just kinda yeah, it's kinda it is kinda weird. Um and then like once people start attacking you, like you get to this point where you'll just have like like twenty archers all standing in like ten feet of space on a wall, and then like forty fucking guys come in and start trying to storm your castle, and then it's just absolute mayhem. They're like pounded on the walls you have like 20 archers all shooting at the same guy at one time and it's like like it all works the way it should like it's all calculated pretty well i feel like and the archers have when they when you have high ground like that they like have a much better advantage and do a lot more damage than the guys blow just trying to like bust the wall down but it's really weird because it's like all these guys crammed together shooting like 100 arrows at once at like one person at a time and it's just all kind of weird <laughs> Uh, at the same time, like, that that's going on, it's like, oh no, uh, disease has hit all our cows, and all your cows die, and you gotta make sure that you've got enough food for people to be happy and keep on coming in, into your city. Uh, and so, I, mean, it was, it was a fun game, but like, like you kind of caught on, Blake, it's like, kinda weird, because yeah. it's like, one of the cool know. things
2: it... I remember from Stronghold 2, um, watching my friend play it, is that it had, like, these, um, I remember it having, like, really cool defense mechanisms, mm-hmm. like you, there were these giant log traps that you could set off and stuff like that, did Stronghold oh, yeah. 1 have anything like that?
0: Not that I saw, I don't think, okay. <clears throat> I saw everything that right. the game has to offer, because, I never got into the multiplayer at all. I purely played single player. And the single player campaign kinds of kind of goes along like a tutorial. Like each mission it adds something extra that you can build. Um yeah. and so since I didn't get through the whole game, there's probably some stuff that I didn't see. But I never really got the hint that there was gonna be anything super cool like traps and stuff, like log traps and stuff. Yeah. For me, all that I saw was like, okay, now I can build like stone walls on my castle. And, like, maybe a different, like, infantry type, like a spearman for once they get inside the walls or something along those lines. But most of it is, like, you start off building, like, a hundred, or not, more like, you start off any given map, it's, like, build as many woodcutters and hunters as you possibly can. And then you get those guys down, and then it's, like, little things from there, like a place to train your archers, a place to build weapons, and then, like, the bakeries, which... We're also kind of weird because once you get to where you're building... So you can have uh, the hunters and they bring in some food. You can have the cow farms or the dairy farms, I guess, and they do okay, but they always will get a famine and all the cow, Or not famine, but there will always be some sort of cow disease and kill all your cows. Every single time you have cow farms. Um, and then the other thing with the bakeries is those are a little bit more reliable, but you have to have a little plot, like a little wheat farm, which takes up more space than pretty much just about anything else uh then you have the mill, and then you have the actual bakery, and you have to have all those things all all three of those things to be able to actually make any food from the wheat farm, but the mills Ouch. the mills are enough for like like four or five farms and bakeries. But there's never a good indication of like of like where you're at balance wise and that there's no like way to tell whether your mill is at max or if you can add more stuff so you're always just randomly adding more mills like hoping that you're kind of striking some sort of balance between not building too much unnecessary stuff but still actually getting use out of everything that you have uh there's no actual there's no there's no way in the game to actually tell like if you're at a good like if you've optimized that well at all. So you're just basically guessing. Mhm. Uh that was another kind of weird thing. There's there's no number that you can look at that'll tell you where you are as far as that balance goes. Uh so yeah, I mean it, it I had fun with the game. It was a pretty cool game. The combat was a little bit weird. Uh the um like, you know, the the bakery balance type stuff is kind of awkward, but uh oh right. I don't know if I'm gonna go back and play it much more, but it wasn't a bad game. I had I had a good time for the for the time that I did spend with it. Nice. Uh Stronghold Two So is that like Stronghold Two is maybe maybe possibly pretty cool. Yeah, it um I mean from watching my friend
2: play it, it seemed very interesting. It had a lot of the same interesting things that uh you're talking about here with like Um all, all, all this weird micromanagement of, like, I've got to worry about my taxes, and I've got to have all these different places set up so I can make all this right stuff, so I can use all these other resources that all these other places are making and stuff like that. And uh it, it seemed – from what I remember, a lot of people that played the first one liked the second one a lot because it added – it, it was like a straight-up improvement, from what I remember. Um, I I never played the first game, and I only barely played the second one. I mostly know about the second one by proxy from watching my friend play it. But uh it looked like a pretty cool RTS game. A uh, unique okay. little niche sort of game with the taxes and all this other crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was kind of expecting it to be more straight-up like, Build an awesome castle and have, you know, all sorts of weapons and stuff and you try to attack each other's castles. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Age of Vampires or something instead. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But, uh, but at the same time, you know, it was pretty cool because sometimes when I'm playing, uh, RTS games, I kind of think like, oh, this would be cool. This would be more fun if it had more, like, a little bit more, like, sim type elements to it. Right, yeah. Uh so so I do like that it had that stuff, but I I the balance just wasn't quite right. But it but it wasn't bad either. It was it was pretty fun. So, there you go. It you know kind of I feel as you can probably tell, kinda of middle of the road on that, but I. again yeah. I did have a fun time. If you, if you can find it on a sale for really cheap, I think when I bought this it was like it was on sale at a humble store for like a dollar ninety nine or something like that. Definitely go for that. You'll get, oh, wow. you'll get your money's <laughs> worth out of it. Yeah. But um, I don't. know, There you go. I think I guess I've said pretty much all there is to say about that. And with that out of the way, I don't know what to do once again. This I, is I think weird. that's
2: the end of the episode.
0: At the end of the episode, I think so. Yeah. Oh oh uh. I, mean, <clears> throat> throat> I just checked Twitter, and the cube the cube miser on Twitter. Sent us his three worst games he's ever played. Ooh. Uh, Number three. Lords of Magic for PC. For PC? Hmm. Uh, it, the name the sounds he- familiar. It uh, says the, the Heroes of Might and Magic series and Age of Wonders were just way better. Lords of Magic. Uh,
2: that's actually what I was thinking of when I heard, uh, heard the name. It's uh, the Might and Magic stuff. So maybe yeah. I've just heard people compare it to that before.
0: Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely have never played this game. All right, so his number three is Lords of Magic. Where <clears throat> you go. Number two, <laughs> Back to the Future for NES. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, another
2: He's, of those awesome licensed games.
0: Yeah. Did, I, did LJN make that? I think they did. I feel like they did, yeah. I'm pretty sure. He says, these games are just strange licensed hacks and awful. Yeah, I I had uh I had that game and it was pretty terrible. You're just like all I remember is hoverboarding through town, and you got like pick up clocks or something like that.
2: Yeah, then, you have to pick up remember, clocks, which gives you more time.
0: <laughs> it's it's and, pretty bad. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, oops. Oh wait, this okay. This game sounds familiar. Number one is for NES High Glide.
2: Oh yeah, that's I've never played it, but I've watched someone else play it and I think I watched the AVGN on that one. Uh let me double check. How's that spelled? H
0: uh, Y D L I D E. Yeah, Angry Video Gamer does have a video for it. That's probably where I saw it too. Yeah. Oh, man. It's
2: i graphics I, from of watching this game. him play it and watching someone else play it. It looks terrible. It has like one of the if not the worst um password system I've ever seen. Oh really? Starters. Oh yeah, it's like a, a thirty-character password or something. It's <laughs> like so one bad. of
0: the ones where it's like multiple lines long.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like two lines of fifteen characters each or something, and <laughs> it's it's so uh, excessive. It's so bad.
0: <laughs> the um the graphics are pretty terrible. Like the color scheme looks pretty terrible too. Mm-hmm. It's like way the gameplay too just does saturated. not look fun. It looks like a,
2: a non-turn combat-based Dragon Rear. <clears throat> <career>. And worse.
0: <laughs> oh, this is the one where you go into little dungeons and the entire screen is black. Yeah. And yeah. you can't see anything and if you fall into an invisible hole, you die and your game's over. <laughs> Alright, that's probably, okay, that's a good one. And uh we don't have any emails this time. So is that is that the episode? I mean, we can we could do the off topic
2: happy ending. <clears then. throat> We've kind of been off-topic. doing that. This this has been like the most off topic happy ending episode ever.
0: <laughs> what's your uh what's uh have you been playing any any more recent games besides Binding of Isaac Rebirth?
2: Um I've I'm playing like my first ever real mobile game. Uh oh, this yeah? One- as a surprise to most people. It's Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Mm. It's like a Final Fantasy-themed mobile game where you play through all of the old uh, Final Fantasies, kind of up to I think I think it only goes up to ten, and it's it's just silly. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. it's got your typical stamina system that you'll see in those kind of games on mobile, and. Uh, it's sort of RPG based. Um it, you've got your attack menu, you get to equip abilities and all this stuff. And I mean it's it's fun. It's got a Final Fantasy skin on it, so that's kind of <laughs> enough to sell me on it, I guess. And then I've been playing some Heroes of the Storm, uh the Blizzard, uh mode. Oh, how's that going? It's alright. I mean it's fun when my team isn't completely stupid and at least <laughs> knows what the objective is for each map. That's nice. It helps. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I've had a few games. Oh boy. Uh, people just <laughs> literally sitting in lane while we're pinging on the map and they're like, well, "Why didn't you guys say anything?" And I was like,
0: <laughs> "Get me out of here now." Why is my map beeping
2: at me? What's that beeping sound on my headphones? Jeez. <laughs> um, I still haven't finished Bravely Default. I've barely been playing that lately. I haven't been touching it that much. I finished upgrading my town, and then the problem with Bravely Default is I got to this point. Like, I, I hope I'm not the only one that's played this game and thinks this. I've got to talk to some other people and check. But I got to, the Fire Crystal section of the game. was uh, Everything about that area was just boring and annoying, and I hated everything about it.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So that really slowed down my will to continue <laughs> playing it. Unfortunately. Yeah. But I just got through that the last time I really picked it up. Uh we finished the boss, we got the crystal there, did all that stuff. Um I can't think of anything else I've really been playing lately. I mean, let me I'll try and check my Steam really quick. GTA five on PC is coming out next week and I'm gonna be diving into that.
0: Oh yeah, that's gonna be fun.
2: Yeah, that's I've been looking forward to that for a while. I didn't buy the three sixty version. Because I was really <laughs> holding out that they would do the PC release, and I'm kind of mad that it's taken them as long as it has. But uh, I'm still yeah, it was like,
0: supposed to, they had, it was supposed to be out like a year ago at first, right? Or something like, like I
2: think it was supposed to come out late last year. Uh, oh, okay.
0: Oh, well, that's not too bad. Quarter late
2: quarter three or early quarter four or something. Okay. And it just got delayed and delayed and delayed, and here we are now with it finally releasing in glorious 60 fps.
0: So that should know. be fun to watch. That should, you're gonna stream it, right? Um yeah, I'm gonna be streaming that for sure. Okay. I think that'll be fun to watch. At least a little bit.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna have a good time with that one. I'm trying to think, i k I'd swear there's some other game I've been playing
0: lately, but maybe not. I don't know. What about you? I think I've pretty much just been playing Endless Legends still. <laughs>
1: uh
0: but I'm trying to think if there's any others. F- oh, well, no, the only other game I've been playing is the one that I'm playing for probably the next episode. So Ooh. I'll keep that a secret for now. Yeah, how about that? Little teaser right there, huh? Mm. I'll give you a hint, there's a dog in it. Mm. Uh.
2: Hmm. Secret of Evermore?
0: No. Uh, no, I'll give you another hint. The dog is it's like an anthropomorphic dog.
2: Trying to think. I don't know. What system is
0: it on? Uh PC. PC. Okay, that's probably why I don't know it that much. Um, yeah. Pro- maybe, probably probably <laughs> anybody who has played the game knows what I'm talking about, also knowing what games that I like to play. Yeah.
2: I I just... mean, the first thing that comes to mind was a uh, dog meat from Fallout. <laughs> but
0: it's like <laughs> I anthropomorphic? Say... No, I don't think so. I thought you were about to say dog meat from in the Sega CD game uh Sewer Shark your name was Dogmeat or like your nickname <laughs> was Dog Meat. Uh, I actually like that game Uh okay Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I don't think I've been playing anything else. I'll probably bust into something new just for the sake of playing something other than Endless Legend in the next week or so, but I nah, can't really make any promises cuz I'm still kind of hooked on that one. Nice think does that pretty much do it for this episode i think that's it yeah this is weird okay um <laughs> follow us at class games cast even though i only tweet like one thing a uh, month pretty much <laughs> i was so
2: stoked when i got to retweet that tweet earlier today oh yeah <laughs> maybe it was yesterday
0: uh but yeah i think it was I like switched. this afternoon i think it was okay. like
1: a few hours what i
2: thought I was like, oh, he's actually using the Twitter account again. Oh, my God. <laughs> um,
0: it has reason to continue existing. There we go. Mail us at mail at com. Send us some emails. Those are our favorite things that we'd like to read. So do it. Maybe you. Speak for yourself. Favorite thing you um, what do you have better to read than classic Uh podcasts?
2: the Twitch chat on my stream? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Okay. Let me see if we got... I'm going to check it real quick if we got any new... No, we don't get it. We don't have any, any new reviews. That's okay, too. That's okay, too. So I guess that pretty much does it. Uh, yeah, this was a very not classic gaming podcast. <laughs> yeah, we talked about, like... We, I think
2: we talked more about uh the Metal Gear Solid movies and all the goings on there. And... Uh, <laughs> good thing jay's not around to bitch about that right now i guess
0: yeah that is nice <laughs> um oh did you hear that the star wars movies are gonna they're finally putting them on uh digital
2: oh yeah the original unedited versions or something
0: uh i don't know about that
2: I, I think i remember hearing that the original versions that didn't have the extra content are being reprinted
0: shit are you serious
2: I that's what I remember hearing. Um I don't hold me to that because I I tend to try to ignore a lot of the stuff that goes on in most fandoms, even if it's a fandom that I'm somewhat a part of. <laughs> yeah. It's just that I'm not as obsessed as a lot of the other uh Star Wars nerds out there. So I remember hearing that and then I was kinda like, Okay, we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna hold my breath. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm looking at Empire Strikes Back right now, and it doesn't say anything about – it doesn't – I'm thinking it, it kind of looks like it may be the original because it doesn't say Special Edition on there. Huh. But I don't know if they put that on there any, more anyway. Yeah. In the description, it doesn't say anything either way. Interesting. Okay. That'll be inter- – well, it's interesting that they're on digital media now. Yeah, yeah. Really It'll be cool. even more interesting to see if they uh, if it's the if it's the originals. Okay then, I guess that wraps it up. Any final words?
2: Uh, no, no, I don't think so.
0: Where can people watch you stream <laughs> Grand Theft Auto? Uh,
2: Twitch.tv/slash/slackaholicus. That's me. You can find me over there.
0: Where can people follow us on Twitter? Oh no, I already said it.
2: Yeah, you already took care of that. Where can people? Okay, mail that's us? it.
0: Yeah, and they can mail us.
2: What, where? And if they
0: didn't, uh, mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. <laughs> Such a Don't trick. forget to mail us. Good night everybody. We'll see you guys as usual in two weeks.